pick up at the top of the Daf uh, Tetvav 15 uh, with a new Mishnah. Uh, but it is related, as we're going to see very quickly, to the previous Mishnah that we just did. Uh, so a lot of it might sound quite familiar. Okay, so Tikra, Sha'ina Le'am Aziva. So what happens if you've got a roof uh, and it's, uh, they're, they're all boards all over the roof? And, uh, and, and as we mentioned yesterday, the boards uh, that they had they were standard size, so there were four hand breadths wide, uh, but you haven't plastered them. So there, there are these uh, boards on the roof. Uh, there's no plaster on them. You see, there's a discussion. Uh, they may have been nailed in already, but there's no plaster on them. If there was plaster on them, uh, then you wouldn't be able to uh, apply this principle that we're just about to learn uh, because of the fact then, uh, because plaster obviously is uh, something man-made uh, and is macabre tumor and, and therefore would be ruled out. Uh, and so therefore, if it's plastered, this whole uh, discussion would not apply. It's only if it's not plastered. So if they are not plastered and they're just these uh, four tefach wide wooden boards, uh, Rabbi Hudome, Rabbi Huda says in that case, um, the following machloket uh, is applicable. Rabbi Chama, remember, Chama says, uh, So he, he says, he seems to say, either uh, what what you do is either move uh, all the boards around, uh, you like pick them up as we had uh, previously when we talked about uh, the the vines being uh, entwined into the roof and, uh, and, and then cut afterwards, uh, you have to pick all of them up, uh, which seems to say, uh, that it is a tase velomena asui. It has to come there uh, because you specifically put it there uh, for the sake of it and not because uh, it automatically uh, is uh, there in place. Uh, it doesn't you know, automatically uh, you know, become in place. You have to do something to it. So uh, by moving each board, uh, then uh, that is sufficient. Okay, And it's like you, you've put every board there uh, for the sake of the sukkah, uh, the mitzvah of sukkah. That will be fine. Uh, but then he gives another thing that you have to do. Uh, and also you have to remove every second board. And obviously then uh, you have to replace it with, uh, with skach. So uh, in, in that, it seems to be that you have to do both, move the boards around and, uh, the, and, 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 and then uh, separate out, uh, take out, remove uh, every second board. All right, so the Gemara is obviously going to ask the question, uh, seemingly one should be enough, why do you need both? So he says just moving it around uh, is enough uh, and then you, uh, uh, you don't have to do both uh, either. Uh, take the boards out, uh, either move the boards, uh, he says, or an hotel uh, He says, do one or the other. So intuitively, we can understand what Beit Hillel uh, is saying because, as we said before, if this is a tase volumen asu problem, that is makes sense because you you're showing uh, that uh, you are you're constructing, putting, doing something for the sake of the sukkah. Okay. And uh, Rabbi Meir, Meir, Rabbi Meir comes along with a comment. He says, no, uh, just do one of them. Take uh, each second, the, every second board away, and then uh, you don't have to move uh, any of the others. Okay, that is uh, Rabbi Meir's uh, view, and we're going to see exactly, very quickly, how that fits in uh, with what the rabbis are saying. 
the first, or Rabbi Huda was saying. Okay, Bishlam Beit Hillel, as we said, we can clearly understand what Beit Hillel is saying. Ta'amayhu, Mishum Ta'asev, Asui. As we mentioned, uh, if you have to make the sukkah and not have it come into being automatically, uh, that makes sense. Uh, you know, and uh, as we said, E, Mefakfek, Aved Leimase. If you uh, just move each board around, uh, then you've done a Masa. You've shown that uh, by your action, uh, that is enough to to, to uh, put it there for the sake of the sukkah, uh, or in hotel, time, if you remove every second board, avad ba masa, you've done an action. And both of these things should be good enough uh, if it is tasev lumina aswe problem. Uh, you have done something to show that you're putting it there for the sake of the sukkah. Uh, the, the, you know, and it's not just that you somehow uh, happen to, to be there and, oh, by the way, the sukkah comes into being automatically. Uh, and uh, and that's what, so either way you've done an action. Ella Beit Shammai. What what is the opinion of Beit Shammai? Why why does he say that you have to do both the actions? Now if it's because of uh, it has to you have to do an action and not that something has to come into being automatically. Sagi, uh, as we said, uh, one should be enough. Uh, that was uh, the 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 question that we raised even in the Mishnah uh, that you you know one should be enough. Either or, exactly as Baitila says. Tikra. Uh, the other thing that we uh, has been uh, hovering in the background because we use the word uh, Tikra, uh, the Gazara Tikra, as we mentioned, uh, the decree of of a roof, uh, because someone might get confused uh, and instead of uh, sitting in a sukkah, uh, you might say, "Well, I've got wooden boards in my roof, so what's the difference? I'm sitting in, uh, uh, you know, underneath uh, wooden boards over here, and uh, and it might be that you'd end up uh, then sitting in." Uh, a plastered uh, room in your house and it, you, you think you're sitting in a sukkah. Meanwhile, uh, that is definitely part of your house. So uh, if it's for the, that gazera uh, that you're going to sit underneath a normal uh, roof that's also not constructed for the sake of the sukkah, uh, even if it doesn't have plaster on, it might, you know, it could easily be a problem uh, there. So even in that case, uh, what should you do? If you take one of every, you know, every second board away, uh, then uh, that should be enough and uh, you should uh, uh, you know it, it should be quite clear uh, to everyone that uh, what you are doing is uh, is sitting and doing this for the sake of the sukkah so uh, and, and and also uh, you won't get confused with the roof because no one sits under roof with every second board uh, missing okay so that would be quite clear uh, so why does why does Beitilal need both and the Gemara says no uh, uh, actually, he is uh, talking about uh, the decree about uh, sitting under a roof. Kamar, and this is what he is saying. Afar in time in a law law. So he says, even though you have actually moved the boards, uh, that's not enough. Uh, what you have to do, uh, I mean, even if you just move the boards, uh, that's not enough. What you have to do is remove the boards, uh, take out every second uh, board. Uh, only then uh, is that good. Okay, and uh, that's uh, and that's what we he says. You know, it doesn't make a difference if you move the boards. The essential thing really is uh, is taking every second board out. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, ihachi uh, Well, then that leads us on to the last part of our Mishnah. If this is how you understand it, uh, that leads us on to the last part of Mishnah with Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, Meir, time aval If that is uh, what you are saying, well, then uh, that's identical. 
to Rabbi Meir's opinion, uh, where he says, remove every second board, uh, and you don't have to move the boards. So, uh, you know, and uh, and Rabbi Meir, Hainu Beit Shammai, and we say, well, that would mean that Rabbi Meir is holding like Beit Shammai. And, uh, and, and we generally say, uh, unless there's a specific Tana, uh, like Rabbi Lazar Hashemuti, we often call him, uh, he is the one, he holds like Beit Shammai as a Shita, but generally uh, we are very loath uh, to hold that uh, someone holds the opinion of Beit Shammai uh, because Beit Shammai has been rejected after the bat call, uh, the, the voice from heaven that came out that says, uh, you know, Eilu ve'eilu divrei Elohim Kaim Yalocha Kebeit Hilal. The Locha goes like Beit Hilal. That's what, uh, you know, even though that both of them are divrei Elohim Kaim Hashem's, uh, both of them are true, but the Locha goes like Beit Hilal. Good morning, Erevin, in Dafyud Gimel discusses that. Okay, so uh, how can Beit, Beit, uh, Rabbi Meir hold like Beit Shammah? That, that would seem to be very strange. And the Gomorrah says, Haki Kamar. No, what does Rabbi Meir mean? Lo nechleku Beit Shammah Beit Hilal No, Beit Shammah and Beit Hilal don't disagree uh, about this. Really, they agree uh, that it is a Gezerah Tikra and, uh, and, and the only way to do, get out of it uh, is to take off every second board uh, and, and moving it uh, is, is, is not uh, is not is, is irrelevant, uh, says according to this. And Beit Shilal and Beit Shammah don't disagree in this matter, according to Beit uh, to Rebbe Meir. Uh, they are actually saying the same thing. There's no argument over here. <clears throat> so the Gemara says. <laughs> if that is the case, uh, what is the Mishnah, our Mishnah then teaching us? Rebbe Meir says that uh, the, the issue is the Gezara Tikra, the decree of sitting under a normal roof. Rabbi Huda, late like Gezara Tikra. And Rabbi, Meir, uh, Rabbi Huda does not hold of that uh, decree of sitting under a roof. Uh, but we've just had this in the previous Mishnah. They already argued about this once before, as we had yesterday in the Mishnah did none as we just learned uh, Masachin Benasarim Divrei Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda says you can sit under these roof boards. There's no problem with that, even though, the, as we said, there are four uh, uh, handbreads, four tefachim wide. Uh, there's no problem with that. Rabbi Meir also. Rabbi Meir says it was no good, and as we had discussed at length yesterday, uh, because that was Gazara Tikra. So you know, why would you have to have our Mishnah uh, if you had yesterday's Mishnah? Uh, why why would you need to repeat it? So the answer is, uh, Amarav, the first, the first answer that we venture, which is going to be rejected, but you might think as follows, Amarav Chia Ba'aba, Amarav Yochanan, and he says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Chia Ba'aba in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Reisha Benasarim Mushafin Askinan, Mushum Gezarit Kalim Naguba. Really what happens is, is that uh, in yesterday's Mishnah, we are talking about these uh, nicely sanded down uh, boards that, are, that are, are cut exactly to size. Uh, and really is not Gazer Tikra, really what happens is is that you are worried uh, that they've turned them into Kalim. Uh, if you if you if you are, are using something, uh, even though it's a flat wooden board which normally is un- not susceptible to tumor, uh, if it is considered a vessel now, uh, because you've uh, done something to it, it's really considered uh, it's fashioned in some way, so it's kind of man-made, uh, then uh, we would say that, uh, that that would be uh, problematic. 
Okay, and uh, normally, even though it's a flat piece of wood, and normally there's no tumor attaching to it here in the case because it's been fashioned by man and you want it exactly as is, uh, and they're all you know nicely, neatly cut uh, to exactly the right size, uh, you might say uh, that this is a gazera of kalim. Uh, otherwise, you'd end up using vessels on top of your sukkah, which you're obviously not allowed to do because they are uh, susceptible to tumor. Um, and uh, however, but that's uh, the, this explanation is rejected. Ravi Huda, I'm What about Ravi Huda as opposed to Rebbe Huda? So don't let's not get confused here. Ravi Huda is an Amora. Uh, Rebbe Huda is a Tana. Uh, Ravi Huda, uh, in the name of Rav, Amarav, he says, the Amar, uh, we also had this, uh, I think it was, it could have been yesterday or the day before, Sacha Bechetzin Zacharim. What happens if you have a uh, uh, the, the top of a, of a sukkah and you had these arrows, which we said were male? In other words, uh, they have a point, uh, a wooden point at their end, and that wooden point has kind of got grooves into it. And what you do is you screw the metal tip uh, into the uh, uh, the, the uh, you know into this. The, there's a hole. Uh, the metal the metal tip has got a hole in the one side, and you screw uh, the wooden part uh, of the of the shaft into the metal tip to form the arrow. Uh, if you just took out uh, the metal part and you put these uh, arrows in, uh, we said that is uh, defined a kashera that the sukkah would be good if you just had the wooden parts on. Uh, the sukkah would be good. Uh, in a kavot, however, uh, if with if the arrow shaft has got a, a receptacle, a hole inside of it, uh, and uh, the, for those type of uh, arrows, you would use a metal uh, shaft, and maybe the metal part even has got a part that sticks out. Uh, and uh, what you do is uh, twist that into the the hole in the uh, wooden shaft. Uh, if it's in a kavot, I the, the 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 wooden part, uh, wooden shaft has got a receptacle in psula. Uh, that is puzzle uh, because of the fact that it's got a receptacle and once it has a receptacle uh, it is uh, subject to tumor and what do we say the the male ones are the parts that the wooden part that sticks out uh, is acceptable uh, and, uh, and 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 the, the female ones uh, the ones that have a receptacle are, are not acceptable and we don't say we don't say that you might get confused and use uh, the arrows with a receptacle uh, as opposed to the arrows which stick out. Hachanami, so to hear, uh, we don't say, nisharim, uh, atu, uh, kalim. we don't say if you use these nice uh, planed boards, uh, they are properly shaped uh, boards and sanded, uh, we don't say that you're now uh, going to get confused and use an actual vessel per se. So that answer is rejected. Ella, uh, we say, therefore we have to say yesterday's Mishnah as well as today's Mishnah are both arguing again uh, about the same thing. Uh, they, yesterday's was talking about Gazara Tikra sitting underneath a roof, and today's is also sitting, uh, talking about sitting underneath a roof. So now the question is, if Ligbatate Zimni Lameli, so we get back to our question, why would they have to argue uh, the same uh, case in both Mishnayot? And the Gomorrah says, Seifa uh, Rabbi Yehudahi. No, the last part over here is uh, Rabbi Yehuda, and he says, actually, this whole thing is a continuation uh, of the previous Mishnah. Uh, and, and really, the dispute that we thought we'd finished with yesterday uh, continues in this Mishnah. Because Rabbi Meir, uh, Rabbi Yehuda is saying, he, the Kamalai, Rabbi Meir, he's saying back to Rabbi Meir, 
why indeed uh, do you uh, say that you should not use boards? Mishum Gazer Tikra has, you know, if you're saying that it's a decree of the roof, uh, then you end up holding like Beit Shama, uh, and that, that's an untenable position for you to hold. Ditlu, uh, right? So that's, that's where you'd we, fall into a, a problem over there. Uh, and, you know, but Beit Hillel, don't say that. And how can you reject uh, Beit Hillel, who the halacha always goes like, except for certain unique circumstances? But uh, the Beit Hillel uh, says uh, the um, halacha, uh, you know, that surely we go like Beit Hillel, uh, because Beit Hillel uh, and, and Beit Hillel never issued that decree. So I'm a Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, no, Lo Nechlechu, Beit Shammah, Beit Hillel, He says, no, my understanding is that Beit Shammah and Beit Hillel actually never argued about this. Beit Shammah actually agrees uh, with uh, Beit Hillel, actually. And, and therefore, uh, this Mishnah is just one long extended uh, discussion and, and debate uh, between uh, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Okay, and that uh, really is the, uh, the you know, where the Gomorrah uh, ends up over there. However, uh, one other point that we have to pick up, because if you recall what we'd said yesterday, uh, we had two different opinions uh, of these, uh, uh, of how wide uh, these boards need to be and what the opinions were. And it says as follows, Ha Nechel Rav, this goes well, according to Rav. Uh, we had Rav and we had Shmuel. So uh, w- w- this goes well, according to Rav. Dama, as, as Rav said yesterday, he says that the dispute is between Rabbi Meir, who says they're not no good, and Rabbi Yehuda, uh, who says they are good. That's only when the boards are four handbreadths wide. The Rabbi Meir, itle gazer tikra. Rabbi Meir says once they are four wide, a person will get confused. He thinks he's sitting under normal ceiling. Rabbi Yehuda lately gazer tikra, and Rabbi Yehuda would not hold uh, of the decree of a tikra of a of a roof. Ella Shmuel, uh, what about the opinion of Shmuel? Uh, what did Shmuel say? He was more strict. Uh, he said, and he says, no, the, the, the dispute is only uh, where uh, it says they don't have four. Okay, we worked out yesterday that was somewhere between three and four. Three uh, that is not lavud, uh, but it's not four, which is a separate domain altogether. So it's somewhere between three and four. Uh, that's Rabbi Meir would say it's... Um, uh, you know, and still no good. And Rabbi Huda would say uh, it is fine. Although Yeshua Hanaba, but he says if there, if, if there, there is a four tefach wide board, Divra Korb Sula, everyone, even Rabbi Huda, would say that is puzzle. Okay, uh, safer by Kligi. So you know, now the question arises to Shmuel. He says, what exactly is the dispute uh, over here? You know, because we said it's, uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, we just explained it. You know, that that's where the boards are four wide, and uh, and, and and Rabbi Huda says no, Gazara Tikra doesn't apply. So the boards could even be for why but if you say that it's like Shmuel well then it doesn't seem to go like anyone the Gomorrah says tikra uh, yesterday there is a, a difference between what we discussed uh, yesterday which was talking about uh, forming a roof uh, the initial time once you form a roof uh, the initial time uh, then uh, you have to be worried that people get confused with uh, a normal uh, roof and the roof of a sukkah however uh, once you have a already have a house in 
in place uh, and it's all been put there uh, down already uh, then uh, what do you do it says uh, you do bitulay tikra uh, that is to nullify a pre-existing roof everyone's quite clear uh, when you nullify uh, a pre-existing roof uh, it says uh, the, the opinion let's you know not everyone's clear but uh, we say that it's how you negate uh, the roof Rabbi Huda says uh, if you if you show that you had a roof over there and then all of a sudden you start taking out every second board from the roof uh, he's quite clear he says that that says uh, that is nullifying uh, the roof and therefore to nullify the roof all you have to do is, is take out every second board Rabbi Meir says no uh, what you have to do uh, is um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Rabbi Huda would say, sorry, that you, all you have to do is just move the boards uh, and you don't have to take out every second one. Uh, it's enough of a battle uh, to do that. However, Rabbi Maya says, no, you would have to actually take out every second one. So once you take out every second one, then it is clear to everyone uh, that you are uh, nullifying uh, the roof in that situation. Okay, moving on to our uh, the next Mishnah. Um, uh, still discussing schach hamakere sukato b'shpudim or ba'arukot hamita. If you put uh, you're on top of your roof, you put uh, metal spits, okay, skewers, okay, or uh, or uh, parts of the bed or the or the long sides of the bed. Really, part of the frame uh, of the bed. Uh, and uh, what they used to do is have these uh, four uh, wooden uh, frames around this around the side and they used to put a uh, string uh, like a netting uh, underneath those boards that that acted uh, as the mattress and then obviously you had uh, feet uh, of of uh, of the bed uh, that was on all four corners okay so we are talking about the boards of the bed uh, either on the long side uh, the length or or the width uh, between the the parts the the the, the vertical parts between the legs uh, it's in uh, it says, even though you've got this seemingly pasul schach uh, up there, uh, the, if there's space uh, between each one of them equal uh, to the 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 the, uh, the the kosher schach, right? Uh, the, the kosher schach and the and the non-kosher schach uh, are. Or you know if there's if it's equal kumotan kushera then it is kosher so it's a fifty fifty kosher schach versus non kosher schach it is kosher okay uh, n- next uh, law in the Mishnah begadish we had this before if you hollow out a, uh, a haystack la lo sukkah to make a sukkah uh, inside of it eno sukkah that is not defined as a sukkah uh, also we uh, <laughs> we had that discussion uh, what exactly uh, is this is this tasevulumra so again, uh, was this um, uh, something that we had as uh, like the Otsar uh, discussion? This was a, a bundle, uh, you know, a bundle, you know, putting your bundle down on the roof, and this is like bundles uh, that you put there, not not for the sake of the sukkah. Uh, you did it for the sake of just keeping it there or drying it out or whatever. So we had that discussion a few days ago. All right. In any case, we will get back to it. We're not going to deal with it today. Uh, the Gomorrah picks up though. Leima Tayyuvta Drafuna, where it's fifty percent uh, kosher schach and fifty percent not kosher schach. Do we say this knocks out the opinion of Rav Huda, uh, Rav Huda Bereida Rav Yoshua, uh, Rav Huna, the sorry Bereida, the son of Rav Yoshua, Ditmar, uh, as he said, and this is an, an Erevin discussion uh, where we said uh, back in Erevin, Parutz uh, Koomed, Rav Papa Amar Mutar. 
Rav Huna, Breda Rav Yeshua, Amar Asur. What you have is a situation whereby a courtyard has got walls around it, but there are, uh, as in uh, you know, any courtyard uh, or most courtyards, there are obviously places for people to enter and exit. Uh, and uh, what you have, uh, as long as the, the, the space is not more than 10 amot wide, about 5 meters wide, uh, that is still just defined as a doorway. Uh, so you have uh, a uh, an area uh, which is surrounded uh, on, on, you know, on, on different sides and uh, you have uh, certain openings in that area. What we said is that what happens if it's uh, 50% walled and not and 50% unwalled, uh, you know, exactly 50-50. Uh, the question is uh, if the open part uh, said, um, uh, Rav, Rav Papa uh, said, uh, if the open part exactly equals uh, the closed part, it's still defined as closed and therefore you'd be allowed to carry with inside that mechitza, um, as long as not greater, the open part is not greater than the uh, the closed part. Uh, Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua, takes the opposite view. He says you're not allowed to uh, carry inside. He says because the closed part is not greater than the open part. Uh, you know, both of them agree that it's fifty-fifty. But the question is, which is the um, the, the major thing that you have to look at uh, in order to ca- allow carrying? Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua, says uh, you have to have more closed space than open space. And the Gemara says, um, we say then that our, our Mishnah that says 50% kosher schach and 50% pasal schach, uh, that is kosher, uh, refutes Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua. And the Gemara answers, no, Amalach Rav Huna, Rav Yeshua, he could say back to you, Ma kumotan, uh, um, it means like exactly the same, it means that there's, uh, um, it doesn't mean the space is exactly the same, uh, it means where the, it's, it's, uh, there's slightly more space uh, that uh, the, the kosher schach uh, can be put in place and and go in and out quite easily in other words so it's, it's slightly larger uh, than uh, 50% in other words there's uh, more than 50% uh, like you know 5248 or whatever it happens to be uh, and uh, and therefore there's just slightly more space for the skach uh, to to be uh, rather than these uh, spits for example okay so we can understand it that way we're not talking here exactly 5050 and the Gemara says uh, are you so sure how can you be exact uh, about this you know maybe uh, you know you can you think it's equal but actually it might be slightly less uh, you know so so surely you should uh, want a lot more and so again because it talked about 50 50 and, and people don't uh, can't measure that with hundred uh, percent precisely so Gomorrah says I'm Rav Ami but my diff actually uh, what what you've got he says it's it's definitely clear uh, that the holes uh, is uh, you know it, it are uh, I mean the the the, the space, the, the part filled by Koshoskach uh, is really um, uh, more uh, than, the, you know, the, the actual, the space for the Skach is more, uh, and, and the Skach that you put down is more than the actual non-Koshoskach. So we have to have a clearly recognizable majority. Rava uh, Amar, Rava says, no, Afilu Teima, B'Sha'ein, Ma'adif, Imayu, Nutsunim, Sheti, Venotev, Erev, Erev, Venotev, Sheti. He says, no, what we could 
could also apply. He says, you know, conceptually he doesn't disagree, uh, but he says even if you uh, don't have uh, much more space there, you could even have uh, 50-50, uh, but the, the, the non-kosher schach, for example, these metal spits uh, are, are placed one way, and then you put at cross, um, at, at right angles, you put the kosher schach. So if they're going uh, widthwise, you go lengthwise. If they're going lengthwise, you go widthwise uh, about the uh, thing. So whichever one it is, you do the opposite, okay? And then uh, it overlaps it, uh, and then uh, you know, and then it makes sense. So you know, even if it's uh, greater, it seems uh, you know, even if the spaces are done, actually the the, the real schach uh, covers more area uh, than uh, uh, than the non-kosher schach. All right, the Mishnah then said, or uh, or the long part of the bed. Maybe the supports Rav Ami Bar Tavyumi. Dama Rav Ami Bartam Yumi, he says, Bivila He says, What happens if you have um a piece of, of clothing smaller than three uh, finger breadths uh, and uh, and uh, you know it's it's whether it's clothing uh, or um vessels uh you know that that are like worn out uh, okay if it's clothing it's a bit strange because you never put clothes on top of the sukkah you know so so because they can be recovered too much so maybe it's uh, left uh, old uh, vessels we say the sukkah is unfit even though they aren't uh, uh now susceptible to tumor because they've lost their uh, usefulness because uh, they are all worn out uh what we're saying is uh still once you're a vessel always a vessel uh, and and therefore we said even though uh, the, the boards of the bed uh, seemingly are not attached to the bed anymore. The bed is broken, uh, our assumption is, and therefore uh, the boards of the bed should be good because they're just, after all, flat, uh, pieces of wood uh, now. So, so why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they be acceptable? We might think that why is because they used to be part of a bed. And once you used to be part of a bed, and as it was part of a bed, uh, it was a vessel, and therefore would be unfit to put on top of the sukkah because um, it is able to receive able to makabal tumah, uh, so too uh, the, the, these beds, even when they are broken, uh, aren't uh, able to be part of the sukkah. So is that what we are saying in this situation, uh, so supporting what Rav uh, Ami Bhattavyumi said? The Gemara says, no, could Amar Rav Khanan Amar Rebi. No, maybe we could say it goes like what Rav Khanan said that Rebi said uh, about something else. It's talking about Baruchah uh, Ushtayk Karayim. It's not talking about uh, the bed itself. It's it's talking about where the bed was kind of chopped in half uh, and uh, you've got uh, two legs of the bed uh, as well as the, the, the board in between them uh, and that's it so you've got uh, you know you've got uh, you know uh, two legs attached to one and two legs uh, attached to the other and actually what you could do in this situation it still is a usable bed uh, because what you could do is uh, squeeze uh, the, the, the broken part you could squash it against the wall and you have two legs and it could actually by stacking it up against the wall uh, it could actually um, uh, you know be be uh, defined as you as a useful vessel so I can mean the same thing over here 
time. So what you do, it's, it's that type of bed that you are no, not allowed at all uh, to put on top of, uh, of the sukkah because it is still a functional uh, vessel and it is, even though it's broken, uh, it's considered functional and therefore complete uh, in, in the sense of able to be received tumor. Okay, a uh, little bit mid-sugya, but uh, we will stop here uh, and uh, pick up tomorrow. Uh, Everyone should have a great day.